0: Welcome back to Between Sets. My name's Tim Walker. I'm here with Tyler Patterson.
1: And we got a very, very, very special guest. I'm Mike <laughs> 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 Allis. Right, we're, we're really good at interviewing, slash hosting, slash bringing you in.
2: Michael Alice. welcome to the studio, bud. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Tell I, people what you do. I fabricate different types of metalwork. That's cool. What do you make? Are you guys sold yet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: um, What do you specialize in what do I specialize in that's a great question. I I'm always looking for different outlets to work in So as long as it's metal oriented and I can connect with whatever the job is That's more or less what I'm looking for so whether it be like storefront material for advertising purposes or holding um, Products or home space for like a table chair Anything like that, even, like, artistic outlets is what I've been pushing for recently. And, yeah, as long as
0: it's... And you put a pretty creative spin on a lot of your work, right? That's like, my goal. Yeah. yeah, like, even those, like you said, storefront stuff, like, um, whether it's, like, store solutions or even furniture, which is a little bit more on the artistic side, like, you still spin it in a way that's, like, not a square box. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I Like, I that try arbor that you did was, like... I yeah. looked at it and was like, "Whoa." I definitely want I have no idea what I'm looking at. That's amazing. That's, that's on what makes level. me
2: that's what makes me me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is being able to see what needs to be achieved and and still meet all the check off all the boxes mm-hmm. so that everybody's happy, but I don't want to just do the same thing over and over again cuz I'm not a mass production company that's just pumping these out hundreds at a time. I yeah. want each each thing that I work on I want it to be unique in its own respect,
1: right? Well, like some of them are painted some of them are rust like you rust them Some of them is just like the the steel itself without anything. Exactly. It's not rusted. Or it's not painted Sometimes the seams of your welds are grinded down and sometimes they're not. Yep So if, if anyone's seen my desk at modus here modus Mike made it That's the type of quality that you can expect From Mike cows work. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely and dog boy, shit boy, Love boy. coming. Nah, yeah, I love
2: coming. Oh, that in here. desk. Yeah, that's a
0: pretty good desk.
2: I love yeah. coming in here and just seeing, seeing stuff that I made for you guys. Yeah, you made like two pieces of equipment or, for me. Yeah, at least two. Yeah,
1: the spikes, yeah. the weight spikes, the weight spikes, and then the, the farmer cars. carries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Tons so of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and then I might have another piece I want you to make. Sounds good to me. Should be pretty cool. Be a little bit smaller, I think. Maybe the size of like the weight spikes or something. Okay. Yeah. Deadlift jack. Yeah, we don't do. know what that That'd is. That'd be cool. Yeah. I have an option for something else, but I feel like that might be a fun project for Mike. Yeah, I think yeah. So.
1: It's to hold up the the barbell at a certain height, so you can put the plates on and off of it without like lifting oh, without the bar up. Oh, okay. It's just like a few inches off the ground, so you can get the plates on and off. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and
0: that would be ideal. It's kind of like a like an L bracket that pivots on that elbow. Right. And then it pops back
2: that way the weights aren't dragging on the on the ground or anything. Yeah. Like that.
0: Yeah. So instead of like lifting it up with the left arm while the right arm loads. Yeah. It's key. It's Perfect. crucial. That's it's crucial. It's Let's good. add another piece. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What are you it. are you working on any projects right now?
2: Yeah, I got a couple things going on right now. I am currently working on some more arbors that I'm going to be offering uh, in the near future. So it's basically going to be like a rent my work yeah. option. Yeah. So for people getting married, Mm -hmm. they can rent an arbor for the weekend, saves them the cost of purchasing an arbor outright, Mm -hmm. and they get something
0: unique in that respect, too. Mm -hmm. And yours is the best quality and the best-looking arbor on the market, period. You said that, so thank you. No, it's not (laughs) alleged. It's not alleged. I I second (laughs) that. This is objective truth. I second that
1: motion. It's beautiful. We strive for quality. (laughs)
0: So, yeah. <laughs> we at Alice Fabrication. Mm. Yeah. I guess you should tell people what your company is. Yeah,
1: I feel like I feel like we just kinda threw you in three into this podcast and we're like, all right dude. Hundred percent. Yeah, okay. But we're oh, gonna figure you, it out. You feel as like we go. That too, yeah, we'll yeah.
0: figure it out as
2: we yeah. go, you know? Yeah. I did yeah. the whole I did the same thing with my current situation, just kinda dive dove into fabrication or this fabrication company. Mm-hmm. and said, you know what, I'm gonna do this. Let's make it happen. So yeah. I think it's just fun saying yes to everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I agree. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> right.
1: No time for girlfriends, man. Don't even yeah, need Yeah, no. Right? Yeah. Don't even... Need. Good thing she doesn't <clears throat> listen to this podcast. Yeah. She's probably not going to. She might to. not hear this. Yeah. It might be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't send
0: this to her. Well, dude, let's
1: go through, like, a bit of your backstory. Because I, I think it'd be cool to get your take on why you wanted to do this and, like, how, you know, the, the struggles or... The pros to like owning your own company, doing your own thing, and kind of pursuing your passion. And if your passion makes you money, that's even greater. Exactly. So, kind of, how did you
2: like give us a tiny bit of like your career backstory? Well, basically, I was doing the I was doing the same job for the past ten years. Yep. And I loved it for for a long time. And as I grew older and as my interests changed, I found that. It wasn't my passion, and it wasn't something that I wanted to do forever. So I began to learn that I needed to make a change for that. And the hardest part was, was the just the initial commitment to that. Because a big step like that, like starting your own business, yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying, because there's so much unknown. I've never started another business before. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what am I even in for? Yeah. But, um, yeah, basically it just it slowly developed on its own in a way. Because I feel like my interests were pushing me towards this anyways. Yeah. Because it's my passion. Yeah. So that made it the easiest transition, I guess, you could have. Because I'm not just trying to start an entire different career that I've never done before.
0: Like you were already doing stuff on the side. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I I learned how to
2: weld. I was pursuing welding. Um, I studied MIG welding at night school. And absolutely loved that. Began doing that more and more. Began doing that more and more in my personal time and that just developed into like my regular schedule so with that it reached a point where my welding my fabricating was Taking up the majority of my time anyways. Yeah So looking at it like that it was well either either I need to back off with that work and maintain what I'm doing at that point in time or I need to take the leap and... Start making some real money with start, it. Start doing some some creative work, some fabricating, different types of welding. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was fun pursuing the schooling for it because I was so used to being in a position where I was so comfortable with my job. Ten years doing that kind of work was... It it created me. It created a lot of confidence in me in that job because you're you're so familiar with it. Yeah. So I never had any doubts. Bulldog. Exactly. Yeah. So so doing um, like appliance appliance repairs, you, you, after you've done it for ten years, you you get a pretty good hang of it, <laughs> right? A <laughs> decade. Yep. So so going back to night school was so refreshing, because all of a sudden now I'm in an element where I don't know what's going on. Yep. I have to sit down, shut up, and learn. So that was extremely humbling, but also super exciting because I knew I wanted to do that. You never sit down and shut up ever. Never. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. You're standing and yelling. <laughs> never the once. Time. Yeah. yeah. So for that, yeah. those points in time, I was quiet. <laughs> nice. wow. That's wow. It's pretty impressive. But uh, yeah, and then just just studying that, and then uh, learning MIG welding, learning TIG welding, uh, different types of joinery methods, whether it be like woodworking or metal finishing. And just letting that kind of develop into its own thing. And then the next thing I knew was just kind of like, well, well, let's do it, let's take the leap and let's come up with a company name and make this happen. Nice.
1: Well, it's funny when I see, when you see people that are, I guess uninspired might be the word, when you're just working and doing the same thing over and over and you're really good at it, there's no new, it's just kind of the same thing. And when I, when I watched you start this business, you went to Las Vegas, by yourself to do Vegas a welding course, yeah. like who wants to go somewhere alone and then actually, and you're going to school essentially down there. You were there for a weekend, right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, so, like, would appliance technician have brought you down there? Like, I'm gonna learn about yeah, this the fridge. I'm gonna never. go to Vegas. So yeah. it's cool, like watching someone's passion come to life. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive to watch that. So, like, if you're feeling uninspired maybe it's you need to do something like that like take a leap like that yeah or maybe look into maybe working because you're still part-time delivery or sorry part-time appliance technician and part-time uh, alice fab so part-time time fabricating yeah which is if someone could accomplish that like you know ideally i imagine and correct me if i'm wrong you're trying to Go right into just outside. Like if outside was 100%. your company, yeah. five six days a week, like you would like that. Seven days a week, nice three sixty five, man.
0: Yeah. Hey, dude, rest on the Lord's day though, eh? <laughs> yeah.
1: Mike works until two in the morning a lot, and uh, yeah, just it's one of those. I've never heard you complain about having to work until two a.m. You're like, I like it. I'm
2: alone. It's just that's part just of what I throwing love. Some music yeah. in your shop, like it's a, it's like a time machine in there. In a, in a sense, yeah. it's it. It's not as easy as just saying like I create my own schedule cuz deadlines are deadlines so it has yeah. to happen right but if I can manipulate that and and acknowledge the fact that I enjoy working late at night that's when I feel the most creative that's when I feel the most productive and I can take advantage <coughs> of that I don't work in a 9 to 5 so it's not a it's not a matter of okay I have to be there at this mm-hmm. time I have to start at this time it's more of a matter of what is the deadline? How many projects do I have going on right now? How am I going to achieve all of this? Mm-hmm. And and within those means, as long as I get everything done, it's all good.
0: I think it's smart to recognize like where you're the most productive personally, mm-hmm. productive slash creative. Because I think it's like sometimes the 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 wake up early and hustle that idea, idea is like yeah. overrated. I think so. And it's like what is it about getting up at four five six a.m that's like better inherently well and see I think nothing a, yeah nothing and, and i think a lot of people look at it like well i'm up before the rest of them well okay I'm but up, you're
2: in bed I'm before me after, too i'm yeah. up after the rest of them yeah. you know what i mean yeah so it's like yeah it's irrelevant yeah that as long as
1: i think it's better to be like the old 24 7 mentality rather than the have to get up at 4am every day yeah like yeah being an entrepreneur having your own company is essentially you know you're thinking about it all the time it's like that that's what 24/7 is like yeah. you're trying to grow it. It is Whereas 100% you, on my mind yeah. constantly. You work yeah. for someone else, you're just like, like as soon as six o'clock strikes you're like, okay cool and then you go home you don't even think about your work. you some people just dread their work yeah, which is not great
2: mm-hmm. but you know' most, I've, I've never been able to have that type of disconnect like with my parents owning their own business. It's always been a matter of bringing the work home. Because the work is just—it's the lifestyle, really. Mm-hmm. So, for me to to start my own business and to carry that with me, all the time isn't a big isn't a big thing for me. It's not a big change, because I'm used to that type of mentality, of seven days a week, twenty four mm-hmm. hours a day. And it's not to say like I don't have any kind of disconnects, which you guys know. Like everybody has to have their their own time and like.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, their time to to kind of breathe per se away from from work, but but I think it's always there. Mm-hmm. It's always in the backdrop, yeah. trying to progress and trying to get better, trying to build the company. Yeah. What did I do wrong? What can I do better? Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's just this huge learning curve that I'm never gonna be fully educated in because there's so much to know. And if you
0: were, if you did, it would be boring, right? Exactly. That's when you reach when like, you reach that it, point. Yeah. yeah. Then what's what's the point anymore of doing that? Like that's the exciting thing about business ownership, and and not just business ownership, but business uh, company growth is Mm -hmm. the changes, like day to day, week to week, year to year. Definitely, you know where you're like, you have to learn new things. Exactly, you're like, whoa, this is, I'm going into this with zero, yeah, like nothing, and it's humbling. Yeah. And I admit I know nothing about this and I'm not going to avoid it. I got to just like go in. You just got to accept that yeah. and push past that Yeah,
2: and, and learn everything you can. Yeah. Right?
0: And it's kind of fun. Mm. It and is. you have to be open to different ideas. Like, yeah.
2: like certain things you might think are a good idea at the beginning. Yeah. You learn aren't the best idea and mm-hmm. that wasn't the best thing to commit all your time in or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're enough, you're humble enough to be aware of that
0: and move past it, then it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's still a learning experience. So, do you have any examples of that, like off the top of your head, of like things earlier on? Like when did you start I, Alice Fabrication? Two years ago, year and ago, year ago, year and or, change ago. Okay. So I'm still, still
2: fresh. Yeah. Um, I think one of my biggest um, struggles when I first started doing what I'm doing now was accepting that my idea isn't always the best idea. Oh, okay <laughs> that was my hardest my hardest thing was yeah. if I had an idea on a project yeah. um, and and if it's for myself like if it's something that I just want to create, I'm still very like strong-headed I want to just do it this way. yeah but I've learned that when I'm meeting a customer for commission work, they're gonna want certain things and I have to respect that right because they're the client because they're the client and I want to achieve what they want yeah. With my spin, because they're still coming to me because yeah. they like the type of work I do. Yeah, but I still need to be aware of like, okay, if they want to change something, that's okay, mm-hmm. and they're not they're not hindering my creative process. I just need to to understand that part of the process needs to have there are certain requirements in it, mm-hmm. and I struggled with that at the beginning. I would get certain right. certain people approach me and I'd be like yeah no 100% let's do it this way like this to a T. yeah and they'd be like uh well I kind of want it more like this and I would have a hard time accepting that yeah because I want things to be perfect you had your in idea. my respect yeah. yeah right but but yeah learning that and accepting that was I think was huge right and it's fun that way too because it pushes me to be more creative based off their ideas. Right. Yeah. You it's know? more challenging. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, we need this certain mm. we need it to achieve this certain thing, whatever whatever the, the piece is that we're creating. Yeah. If it's a table or something, mm-hmm. it needs to be adjustable and the top needs to be adjustable or something, right? Yeah. Maybe I don't I wouldn't originally have thought of that, but they really want that. Well, okay, how can I make that so that it still reflects
0: my other style my other yeah, my style of of building things, right right and if you didn't have those conditions sure you could still be creative and make something you're proud of but you are it's not as challenging Mm -hmm. it doesn't work you the same way exactly yeah Yeah, that's cool so that was a huge learning curve for me um what are
1: some other challenges that you faced so far like when you first started did you think it was going to be easier
2: or like what's the biggest challenge you faced most definitely i thought it was going to be way easier than it has been I started out pretty headstrong. I got approached to be in a automotive show at the International Center right after I started the company, and I thought, "Yeah, let's do it." Like say yes to everything, yeah. which is good and bad. Yeah. And we did it. Still a good choice. We pulled it off. I'm yeah. super happy about doing it. But at that show, I was I learned everything that I wasn't prepared for. Yep. Which I think is necessary. I was going to learn that stuff in time. Mm-hmm. I just managed to do it over a weekend and Right. Maybe look like a goof at certain points in time, but as long as I fixed all that, I think it's okay. But one struggle I had was I had a lot of a lot of big promises come from that show, and ninety eight percent of those promises didn't pan out. Yep, yeah. I thought I was set for like the year, right? And I thought, wow. Why, why? doesn't everybody start a business? This is so easy. Right. They show up. <laughs>
0: Look at all these leads. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And and then I learned quickly after that. Like, okay, it isn't that easy. Right? You got to keep working yeah. every day for that. Mm-hmm. And and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna hand you it. Right. Nobody's gonna hand you anything. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point in time too, I really still had to prove my prove myself and develop what it what it is that I'm selling. I guess yeah. what it is it I'm creating yeah. and to create a style because that point in time I think with limited product and limited um, like a limited photo gallery say it's hard to really say like this is my style yeah people need to see history and know like okay this is what this guy does This is how he does it exactly this is what I can expect from him yeah so
1: but that also comes with your business being more than a year old. Mm-hmm. Like 10 years from now, you're going to have so much stuff and you're like Full huge catalog. catalog. Yeah, yeah, your catalog, your ca- your gallery is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, oh, okay, like, wow, you really like branched out to this and that. And like, you just never thought to do it because no one had approached you for that type of work yet. Yeah. Like an arbor. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think you're going to be making wedding arbor? Never planned on building an arbor. Yeah. yeah. When you were starting, when you built my desk, you were like, this is exactly the type of stuff I want to do. You've built like, three or four coffee tables, three or four desks Mm -hmm. Um, you built, which if someone, if anyone hears this and you have a significant other or a loved one that has a helmet of some kind, (laughs) yeah, Mike does have the coolest helmet hooks ever. Um, You can put your helmet here. It's, I don't even know how to explain it dude. It's wood and um, what would you call those? Like plumbing accessories?
2: So it's, it's gas pipe fittings. Gas pipe fittings. Yeah. Yeah. And basically that, that piece came out of necessity. You made one because, for yourself? Yeah, I made one for myself. Yeah. I had all my um, my bike gear hanging around, my helmet, my keys, my gloves. And it was like, when I want to go riding, I want to go riding right now. Let's go. And if I got to, like, fumble around, look for my keys, look for my gloves, it's just such a hindrance because I'm just <laughs> so stoked to go out and ride. Yeah. So I decided I was going to make some kind of a solution to keep everything all in one. And that's where this came from, and I originally built it for myself, and I posted it up online, and then I had multiple people approach me saying, "Do you sell these? Yes. Are these available?" And obviously, that created them being available and yeah. selling them, and stuff like that, like having things organically kind of um, come up. I think that's, that's Was so that
0: fun. what inspired the watch, um, yes. hangers or yeah. whatever you call those two, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, that's, that was part of that. Definitely. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's like the coolest thing I have in my room. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have
2: like little phases, right? Like yeah. where, when I'm working with certain kind of materials, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, what else can we, how can we expand yeah. off this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. How else can we work? Yeah. yeah. On Just ride the creative yeah. flow
2: that you get with that exactly. piece. Or, yeah. And I've got, I've got a, a notebook that I keep all my sketches in different ideas
0: mm-hmm.
2: and there's other stuff with, with piping that, that I want to pursue. Mm hmm. But when I get approached for other jobs or whatnot, you know, that kind of gets put on pause. Yeah. But I love having all this kind of stuff in my back pocket where I know I can kind of go back to that creative mindset and expand from there Mm -hmm. again. That's what I love about so much about what I'm doing is people can approach me about the most random stuff. Yeah. Like a a wedding arbor or something. Yeah. And I love that challenge of being like, okay, I have never built a wedding arbor before. But I want to make the most badass wedding arbor right and I want to make it so unique. Yeah and stand out in its yeah. own respect It's cool. Let's figure it out.
0: Yeah I What's, love that. Kind or of what do you have something that you're working on right now? That's like uh, that you're like really excited to work like How you were working with gas pipe fittings where mm-hmm. you're where you're using those for a lot of projects Do you have something right now like certain material or certain style or right now
2: to be honest, I'm kind of I've got a I've got a few little jobs going on,
0: mm.
2: nothing that is um, crazy new per se, mm. but I think the 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 most fun I'm having right now and a new creative outlet is just playing with different geometric shapes and joinery mm. and how you can take advantage of dead space. Mm. So it's not necessarily what I'm creating; it's the shape I'm what, creating inside. of. Exactly. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That's that's my biggest thing right now. Is like. Yeah. How can we take advantage of of dead space in the piece mm. to create a
0: perception? Cool. Yeah, yeah you're definitely like on the artist side of metal metalworking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
1: cool. think almost to a fault because uh, if anyone knows Mike, he's a perfectionist, which is good for the quality of work. But when it comes to like um, you know getting more work out there, it's just like he's like it's not good enough. I'm like, which is amazing because yeah. like your pieces are. I think that would be. That's kind of one of your struggles now. Is um, trying to find the right demographic. Like your market is a certain type of person that has enough kind of money to buy something like that. Um, like I, if you know someone like myself, like. I was starting a business too. I need a desk for my office. If I didn't know Mike, I would have bought IKEA table for a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. IKEA desk or yeah. went on or like brought one from my house. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so like, you know, I'm not your demographic. No. Um, so same thing with the show at the International Center. You'd be more better off going to like uh, modern home shows and stuff like that that people that are looking for, they already have a house and all this stuff and they're probably a little bit older. Maybe it's a stay-at-home mom because the husband makes a lot of money and, you know, they're looking for a gift for their husband for Christmas or something. Sexist. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it could be the other way right? around. Yeah, no, but I, I like that you brought up like the whole disposable furniture, right? The, the price point is there and I get why people buy it yeah. because people need to hit a certain price point. That's kind of what I'm fighting, I guess, with yeah. respect because I want to bring in a piece that has so much life to it and is going to last the test of time. Yeah. Everything I build like I just love building like big, heavy, strong pieces that are going to last a lifetime. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that I build has like repurposed materials with it. And when when something like that is in a room, I think it it creates a feeling. Yeah, definitely. And and it's hard to not acknowledge that. Yeah. Whereas when you buy a piece that has no heart and soul into it, no one spent the time into building it. And, and you've just kind of, you've got this rickety table that, okay, it'll hold a coffee. Yeah. And, yeah Right. And I think that's fine if that's all you're looking to achieve. But if you're looking to feel more emotion, I guess, out of the space that you live in, then, then you'll never achieve that with a disposable piece of furniture. Yeah.
0: Rhymes with Schmeichia.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, buy you know buy you can buy
1: five desks at IKEA for you know twelve hundred bucks or whatever it is, mm-hmm. or you can buy one desk from Mike and it lasts
0: forever. Also, and it's obviously a million times better. Of course, also, Mike assembles it for you. IKEA <laughs> makes you buy it and then put yeah, it together yeah. yourself. Your they six make,
2: hours of work. They make you do the work. I've got that with shitty down. instructions. Yeah. So,
0: Mike will even make it for you. You got it. Yeah. So how much work have you done with, I know you've explained this uh, to me before, but you, uh, as far as like woodworking, like you don't want to do much carpentry stuff. You don't do much carpentry stuff. No. But there is like repurposed wood or some type of wood in Ty's desk. That's correct. So you do have like a, uh, you would like reconcile wood use with metal in some way. Yeah.
2: So I'm fortunate in that respect that I have friends that are carpenters, uh, friends that do woodworking. Yeah. And I'll tie into that. I'm not a carpenter. Yeah. I'm not a cabinet maker. I don't do fine wood joinery. Mm-hmm. That's just not me. If, if you want something, like if you want to judge my welts and judge my <laughs> metalwork, you can do that all day long. Yeah. But I'm not a cabinet maker. Yeah. So I have had pieces that I've incorporated wood in the past because it's a beautiful balance. And I will do basic woodworking stuff. Like chopping up two by fours. Yeah, like yeah. like if it's if it's pretty simple stuff, okay, I'll get into that. But if you want a a eight foot long wood cabinet built, you got to go to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> In the past, when I have done stuff with wood, like my tailgate benches that had like the oak oh, yeah. uh, inlaid seat,
0: mm-hmm.
2: one of my favorite aspects about that was that the wood was from just outside of Guelph. Yeah. And and our buddies uh, dried that and and milled it. Yeah and it's just it's so local everything yeah. is from here yeah so I feel like that's kind of what creates the piece and it's not this like random like even the seat has, has a story behind it in it's own yeah. respect yeah. right but no I don't I'm not a woodworker I try and definitely maintain with just metalworking yeah um, work but uh, but yeah I will incorporate some woodworking and stuff
0: do you have a dream piece that you would like for a client not for you Mm -hmm. Do you have like, what would be like a, even maybe not that specific, maybe it's kind of general, but if someone showed up today and was like, I want this, what would that be? What does that look like? What would I love to build right now? Yeah. Where you're like, oh, that is the perfect job. I think my current mindset
2: would be like a giant conference room table. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because I want something maybe not even necessarily a conference room table but that's kind of what first came to mind but the size I is want, some, want I want to build something massive yeah okay something so demanding yeah that it's just undeniable like i want something that is just intimidating yeah yeah that's cool cuz a lot of the stuff yeah. i've built as of yet has been i don't know like pretty average size stuff yeah i've built some larger pieces but nothing too too big yeah but yeah i want something that is just massive uh-huh. i think just building a piece that is Like, just a structure would be a lot of fun. That's cool. Like,
1: you're trying to make Jeff Bezos' next conference table where, like, billion-dollar deals go down. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly.
2: (laughs) they are just, like, signing crazy papers. (laughs) Yeah. And then your stamp is just right there. Boom. Yeah. They'll be lost in my work and just sign whatever he wants them to. Oh. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. I mean, you probably didn't hear Tim say
1: it because he's so far away from the mic, but, you know. He's still here, though. (laughs) Yeah. Hello, everybody. Um, But yeah, what's the, uh, how do you keep yourself motivated with, um, you know, obviously Tim and I have, you know, our own, as hard as you work is as much as you get out of it. So you work harder, customers start to come. So how have you tried to find, like, how do you keep yourself motivated? What kind of tips, tricks, practical applications have you put into place? I think my
2: biggest factor would be remembering long-term goals. Because right now I might not want to go out and work in the shop. I might not feel overly inspired, but I need to get that work done in order to achieve, in order to achieve a business. Yeah. And in order to maintain a business, mm-hmm. and if I want to have a successful business, I got to work on off days. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the the biggest thing to remember. I find a lot of the time I'll I'll go out to the shop and just say, okay, I got to get A, B, and C done before I leave. Mm-hmm. And I'll go out there and it is such a grind, pun intended, to <laughs> to get going. And once I'm in it, A, B, C, those are all done and we're just carrying on down the list. Right. Once I'm in that kind of working mode, mm-hmm. then it's no longer a problem. It's just that initial just getting started. Mm-hmm. And I try and remember that and remind myself that, okay, I don't want to do this right now, but in 10 minutes when I'm working, this will be irrelevant. And I'll be lost in the work again and it's gonna be 3 a.m. and I'm gonna be feeling like a crazy person going to bed you know (laughs) but but yeah I'd say that remembering like big-picture goals keeps me motivated for sure
0: what is like uh, how would you paint the picture for as far as like your vision for Alex fabrication big picture yeah like in a year in a few years in a decade if you have an idea I think
2: eventually big picture would be having some for my own storefront
0: oh, okay yeah that'd be cool I'd
2: like to achieve that I will achieve yeah. that <laughs> so I look forward to that cool man Um, what else moving my workshop yeah and do a different type of space yeah just growing with it right yeah Um.
0: you want to keep it around here definitely yeah yeah I love this area yeah it is a good area for mm-hmm. what you do eh? mm-hmm. Not even, uh,
2: I mean, yes, the, like the community is perfect here. Mm-hmm. I think the community is so supportive, even just like going into the local coffee shop mm-hmm. and having good conversations with people, mm-hmm. other local businesses that are are succeeding in this area that love supporting other local businesses. The community is am- amazing. So yeah, I, I wouldn't want to leave this area. Yeah, that's I think cool. it's a great place to be.
0: Yeah, I feel like Caledon and like surrounding area. Like a lot of people, I guess it's kind of trendy everywhere now, but just like the idea of like hyper local sourced everything, mm-hmm. you know, and like moving away a little bit from like generic schmikea stuff.
2: <laughs> I think people are really starting to come back around to small businesses. Yeah. And I think people can appreciate working one-on-one with another human. Right. Because it, it, it has gotten very removed, and it, and it will still in other respects. Yeah, But like giant corporations, they care about numbers,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? And, and even if you buy this, I don't know, some, some crazy piece from like Pottery Barn or whatever, and it looks great,
0: mm-hmm.
2: what does it really mean to you though? Or like what kind of history does it have in its own sense? Yeah. Whereas when you can deal with someone like me, Who's built it? Built it locally. Built it out of locally sourced materials, mm-hmm. and and created this. It, there's so much more connection there, right? And you can say like, I met him. I know this guy mm-hmm. that I that I bought this from.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Just very personable, and I love that kind of one-on-one interaction. I've met amazing people through the work I've done.
0: Yeah. I've made a lot of yeah. friends. Yeah.
2: So I think that is super important. Yeah. That's why I wouldn't want to leave this area.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, especially with that type of business where you're building up clientele person to person, you're meeting them a lot of the time. Yeah, right, exactly. So, yeah, it, cool. you're working with
1: them to make their custom piece. Not they don't order off your website and then it just gets shipped to their house. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'll come to your house. We'll talk about it, where it'll fit. Maybe do some measurements if need be. Whatever the case is, what kind of what you know what is the theme of your house if they have a certain look you can you know fine metal rough metal live edge wood not like you know cleaned up wood like stuff like that so it's really cool yeah i do like that person like sit down
2: yeah sit down have a coffee chat about what their ideas are Mm -hmm. come up with a with a plan and yeah sometimes i've had situations where the customer supplies uh, half the material that i'm going to be working with You know, and and then I can repurpose that material into something that's being used now. Yeah. So like that, like the tailgate bench I did up north. The tailgate was from from this farm. That was a Ford tailgate bench. okay. The tailgate was from this farm. They had found uh, metal when they were uh, turning up the fields, like metal rods. And the wood was milled from trees on the farm. So I used the metal that they found um, that was, it was like old posts. I twisted that, turned that into armrests for the bench. Obviously, framed in the tailgate, and then used the wood milled on the property for the seat. Yeah, that's pretty so amazing. That bench is super meaningful to them. Yeah. So the fact that I can achieve something like that is amazing. It's such a good feeling to to create that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Can you take, um, kind of fill in the gaps as far as like maybe people who are listening that would. They're listening right now, and they're like, "Oh, maybe he could do that thing that I've been thinking of." Um, what would what would loosely be the process if someone had an idea, um, and they want you to bring it to life? Like, what do they do? They contact you. Step and then one, what yeah. Step one, reach
2: out, send me a message over Instagram, give me a call, shoot me an email, mm-hmm. and tell me what your 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 vague idea is that you want to achieve. Yeah, and providing that it's it sounds like something that I can do for you um, Then we'd meet up chat more in person about it get better
0: ideas and Work out a game plan to, to make that happen And then you let them know like uh, you give them a deadline type of thing or rough ideas along, Yeah, exactly along with depends, the quote. On,
2: depends on what I'm looking for mm-hmm. uh, How many projects I have on the go I can tell them when when we can have that completed by yeah, and uh, yeah um, Offer them a quote for for what it would take to complete the piece. hmm and Away we go.
0: That's cool. Yeah. And then you a lot like you have a truck So a lot of times you're dropping off the pieces at their house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much that's the regular the, That's the final. Yeah,
2: which is the best um, Any future customers should know that I don't Send progress pictures of the piece. Mm. So they see it when I drop it off Right. Which is, like, one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. And it thankfully, it's worked out extremely well for me. Yeah. Everybody has loved what I've, what yep. I've brought them. And seeing their their eyes see it for the first time yeah. is, like, that's my little, like, I got to get that out of you. Yeah, you know that is mean? true. Yeah, I don't want to be cool. sending you pictures and you're looking at it online and I don't know what your reaction is. Yeah, I want to be there right in front of you when you see it for the first time. Yeah. I want to be there for that
0: experience. That's cool. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. Where can people reach you as far as, like, your phone... Like, do people, can people call you, text you? Yeah. Uh, obviously, you have social media. Yeah.
1: yeah, run through a mic like quick. Yeah, it's going to be
0: in the show notes anyways, but run through your yeah. email and
2: Instagram. Yeah, you can contact like me through through my cell phone, call or text. Uh, shoot me an email, alicefabrication at gmail.com. Instagram, yeah, Facebook. My Facebook, I'm working on constantly trying to get that page a little Killing bit Killing it, better.
0: dude. It's looking good. Yeah.
2: I'm not the most tech- techie kind of guy, but yeah. I am definitely pushing to be a better, better online presence
1: Yeah, than I have been in the past. I think that's the missing link for you right now. Everything else, with, like you have your suppliers, you have the type of work that you like doing, you have essentially all the tools that you need, you have all of that infrastructure. Now you just got to get the word out there. Mm-hmm. So having a website, having a nice like active gallery, having... Like Facebook Marketplace and Kijiji, or what? Like selling on places that people can see you. Like you're in galleries, which is good, yep. because that gets you seen by the right eyes.
2: Yeah, um, I have I have a couple pieces at the Noodle Gallery in Alton, so those can be visited throughout the week. Those are always on display there. I have I have some helmet hooks on display at Black Powder Supply Company in Bell Fountain. They're uh, they're an amazing support system. Local business. Definitely, and uh, some other some other small pieces actually right now for the holidays, down in Toronto at the beaches. It's a gallery called the Cobalt Gallery.
0: Oh, I didn't know you had stuff down there. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah.
2: So I got some stuff on display there. So you can see my stuff in person. Yeah. On storefronts. Yeah. So that's something I've learned as well, which is one reason why I would love to have my own kind of storefront mm-hmm. eventually, big picture, because. When I go to shows, I've had such great reactions from people seeing it in the physical. I'm not a photographer; uh, I do my best to to capture what I've made, but nothing beats looking at it. Yeah, in person. In,
0: in person, and yeah, checking it out. That's cool. So, is your website up and running? Yep, alicefabrication That's correct. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got a contact Snape page through there in. too. So, yeah, anybody can shoot me an email through that. Is that how you do it there do you like it's just a contact can they they send you a message through the website? It's like here's my idea. Yeah. Yeah,
2: cool. So try and have different outlets for people to contact me Um, Or just hunt me down at the tin roof having a coffee.
0: Yeah, I can (laughs) I can honestly say that while Tyler and I are certainly biased towards Mike's work. Yep. He's amazing. Attention to detail is unreal. He's a perfectionist to a fault. It's a problem. And that's the type of problem you want as a client. Um, Maybe that, you know, potentially that creates problems with deadlines. Who knows? I don't know. Whatever. But that's a good problem to have, in my opinion. Yeah. Because then you know your product's going to be amazing. Like, even the, uh, if if you're around Aaron, obviously I could go see your stuff in Alton. Like you said, that's close. But um, if you're at the Modus Studio around Aaron, uh, we are like Tyler has his desk here. I have two pieces here: farmer carries and uh, storage spikes for the weights, um, so you can see Mike's work. And uh, other people I know that are into welding, they've looked at your stuff and they're like, whoa, who did this? (laughs) Like they notice it from a mile away. They see it and they're like, whoa, that's really good. (laughs) Like They're like, that's really impressive welds. I'm
1: like, yeah, "Yeah, my friend did it like my age. And they're like, what? Yeah, They've been a welder for 20 years. They're like, I just, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, I've been doing this for 20 years and that's what mine look like. Yeah. So yeah, it is pretty. Again, I never thought being a perfectionist would work so well for you. Like, because again, I... To a fault is so true. Yeah, yeah. like it's you're. Like, oh, Mike, Mike, just. As an example, like, just right? Do it. And you're like, nah, that's like, not good enough. And I'm like, it's okay. And then you're like, no, it's not. And then I'm like, right. I, the customer's going to love that you were like, yeah. nope, this was not right for yeah. them. Like, this was not perfect. And, yet. and sometimes
2: you got to accept, like, you just have to start over. Sometimes if things aren't lining up. Yeah. And it's Ooh. not quite the way I envisioned it. You just got to say, okay, let's do it again. Let's do it right <laughs> this time. Yeah. And and that sucks, but you learn from that.
0: Yeah. So. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, Website, alicefabrication.com, alicefabrication gmail.com, and then your phone number
2: 905
0: 703 5805. Perfect. They can call to text you. So we'll put all that information in the show notes anyway, but then everybody has that. So perfect. Yeah. If you guys want to get a little quick little gift for somebody, hit up Mike. Yeah. So yeah, he's in the Aaron area. So. Uh, that's particularly useful if you live near here. Most definitely. Because then he'll drive it to you, maybe. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. Anything um, else there, Mikey? Just want to say thanks for having me, guys. Sweet. Thanks for coming in, man. Heck, yeah. Appreciate Mike's also a part of our accountability group, we will say. So uh, we are probably going to have a, a little episode recapping our experiences with that, get Kevin Boyd on here, Get the get the quad going. Yeah. All four of us together. They're you guys learn all the layers. you yeah. guys
1: are gonna feel inspired because yeah. we are all crushing it. Yeah, really.
0: that'll be fun. Yeah. Talk about our own personal experiences with it, as well as like the whole thing around it. I think people would like enjoy an episode about that. We'll probably drink some whiskey. Also, so yeah, bring some bourbon. So yeah, I'll, I'll talk for free. Cool. So, Very yeah. cool. <laughs> Thanks You're for done. coming on, Mikey. Thanks for having me.
1: Enjoy yeah. the rest of whatever day it is for you, and uh, remember that we love you. Tim doesn't. I do.
0: Yeah, you gotta work for my love.